Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a Psych Rewatch podcast. I am your host, Reegs, alongside my other hosts, George and JP. Hello. Hi, Reegs. How are you this evening? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you both? Can't complain? Yeah, no complaints here. Excellent. Well, we'll see. Well, I'll ask you that again at the end of the episode, and we'll see <laughs> if there's any complaints. I hope not, though, because this is going to be... A fun record. Uh, if you are hearing this now, you're you most likely have heard our first episode. This is again a psych rewatch podcast. We're going through all the episodes. Um, just you know, we we love the show. We want to talk about it, and we're on episode two now. It would be so, weird to jump in with two. It I would be. Yeah, you should right? probably go back and listen to the first. If you're episode. Just jumping in right now. Maybe go back. <laughs> right. It's one you, episode. You, you missed the setup of both the show and also the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'd get it if we once once we eventually obviously get to episode seven thousand, right? Um, you know, jumping in at one may be a little daunting, but you know, this is also we'll, assuming that this podcast over. this podcast will get so popular that they re they bring the show back and get up to episode seven thousand, which I'm really excited about. Oh, That'd be crazy. Hashtag bring back psych for all our psych heads <laughs> out there for at least what would that be? Uh, so they probably have it's twenty four 20- episodes a season. Okay, and then divide that by seven thousand. So we're looking at I don't know. I'm gonna do the math here. Uh, yeah, let's see. That's like over seven thousand divided by <laughs> twenty-four. Uh, that's two hundred ninety-one and two quarters or two thirds seasons. Nice. It'll turn that's into like, easy. <laughs> yeah. Turn into an institution. A, it's gonna be a generational show. Yeah, they'll put it on the next iteration of the Voyager thing, where it'll just be like a golden Blu-ray of Psych that gets sent out into space. Psych and Price is Right. Those are the. <laughs> Those are the two. We had the Great Bach, you know, that was included on there. Great representation of, of humanity. Next time, psych. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so episode two, this we, I, I, we, I really enjoy this. I think uh, talking before this recorded, every, everyone really enjoyed this one. The episode title is Spelling Bee, and it's a lot of fun. It's not an audio joke because it's a visual one because spelling B is spelled incorrectly. I mean, how <laughs> fun is that? With two G's. Spelling with two G's, which is an odd way to misspell spelling. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. It's a little, they're having a little fun in the title. <laughs> Directed <laughs> by Mel Damsky. Written by Steve Franks. Steve Franks, uh, creator of the show, obviously, wrote the pilot in the first uh, few, ep- most of the early season episodes. And uh, original air date, July 4th, 2006. So a little while. It seems like so long ago. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to start law school. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was in co- freshman year of college, which turned into... You know, a total shit show for me, but <laughs> I I had uh, just had my bar mitzvah and become a man. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in really different uh, yeah. <laughs> stages of life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I would say no. We were all men at that point. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's crazy to say. Obviously, and in the eyes of the Jewish you tradition, when, when you truly become a. <laughs> All right, so this episode, a lot of fun. Obviously, Spelling Bee is uh, is a big part of it, but just to get into the description, then we can have a little discussion on our on our thoughts and, you know, just uh, take it from there. But it starts off, Sean meets a young woman by the name of Juliet O'Hara, 
in a local diner and he does some reading of her you know he's, he's he, they have a little cute a, it's a meat cute and he's kind of you know he, he's trying to impress her with his psychic abilities <laughs> there were air quotes to, there folks air quotes <laughs> air quotes yeah thank you jp yes <laughs> uh, otherwise no one will get that um, <laughs> the intonation wasn't enough <laughs> Wait, he doesn't have psychic abilities? <laughs> what? Yeah, you really need to go back and watch the show. Uh, <laughs> this is why we said to watch the first episode, guys. Right, we go over this at length. But uh, so Sean, yeah, he's trying to impress her with his psychic uh, air quotes abilities. And she turns out to be, he, he quickly realizes that she turns out to be a cop when some sketchy dude walks into the diner and she gets a little nervous and shaky. That scene ends with her pulling out her gun as the other cops come in and accost this, um, you know, criminal, so to speak. Alleged. Drew, alleged criminal. We don't know. You're, 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 he looked, you know, he, he could have been guilty, could have not. He didn't do anything. They, he just kind of went in there and then they tackled him. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> much if ever I saw it. It's like, I was rewatch. I'm like, are they? Does he try to rob? Like he didn't like try to rob them or anything. He just was there. Like, oh, this guy looks sketchy. He doesn't have nice clothes. Let's take him down. <laughs> that was the thing. He broke the dress code. That's yeah. yeah. That's a lot. No, of cops. no shirt, no shoes. Tackled there. by cops. <laughs> Those Santa Barbara diners are really bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's surprised by this? Not me. <laughs> so Juliet is visibly shaking as she pulls out her gun. You can tell that she's a rookie, uh, new to the new to the force, new to being uh, a detective. Uh, but then we go to the the meat of the episode. It, it cuts to uh, a nearby spelling bee. A contestant faints, and Sean and Gus are brought in to investigate. They interview all of the contestants, getting no leads until the spellmaster for the bee falls to his death, which I thought was that was interesting. He falls forward over a railing, which I don't think I would ever do if I'm <laughs> just he's you see in the spelling auditorium he's. The spellmaster's way up high. Everybody's down on the stage, you know, spelling words. He's giving it to them. Sure. Classic some, spellmaster setup. Classic spellmaster. Spellmasters are just, just classist, elitist assholes. They can't, <laughs> they can't be down with the plebes. Mm, they have to be looking down words. on everybody. Yeah, I don't know why I'm even explaining it. Everybody knows what a spellmaster setup is. So. <laughs> they don't even, they don't even say death, yes what? or no. They do the, like, Roman thumbs Oh, up. yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. <laughs> They were investigating um, the, the 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 contestant fainting at the at the spelling bee. It seemed it seemed fishy, but now after the spellmaster faint, uh, collapses over the railing, case quickly becomes a murder investigation. Goes to Sean and Gus investigating, you know, kind of tricking dumb security guards to get to where they need to be, which seems, to, uh, which is a, to- a theme. This is yeah. a theme in the season for sure. Yeah. I don't know. They always find uh, the one person who believes in psychics or <laughs> ghosts trick. or yeah, something paranormal where they, Sean is a- easily able to trick them. And yeah. he uses a lot of theatrics and, and physical, physical <laughs> comedy to, to, to convince them, which is, right. which is fun. I always enjoy that. Yeah. But as we're looking around, Gus believes the spellmaster's lunch was poisoned. And so they take it in a little evidence bag. Sean takes that to Henry, his father, for analysis. And after making a strange deal with Henry um, to for, for Henry to, to get some results on if the food is poisoned or not, Sean is injured in a severe car accident, but it really is a motorcycle accident. Another motorcycle <laughs> appearance. Someone tries to run him off the road to send a message or or what i'm not sure 
what the deal with that is. But he is, Sean is convinced that someone's out to get him after taking on this case. Gus looks into the case while Sean is recovering and finds several leads. Henry does confirm that the food was poisoned, and after breaking into the Spellmaster's booth, Sean discovers that everything that had occurred was covering up one of the contestants cheating. He reveals this to the police, who arrest the cheater and the cheater's father. Wow. Wow. Well, I that is, it's a pretty, you know, it's a classic psych episode. I really like this one a lot. What did you guys think of it? I'll start with, I think we started with JP last time. George, what did you think of this episode? Um, I like it. I Look, obviously, you got to intro Juliet somehow. <clears throat> it's a fun enough scene. It does feel a little shoehorned. Uh, it's in there before the cold open. Like, they still do the cold open. But before that, they're like, all right, here's the scene with Juliet. <laughs> Um, but I do like, it all feels very in character again for like down the road, like the way that we talked about Gus being very established right away. Um, I feel this way with sort of the like playful relationship between Sean and Juliet as well, you know, like with Sean seeming like the, uh, obsessive seat type. And then he's like, no, I literally was just sitting here. (laughs) (laughs) I ordered that juice. You see? Yep. Yep, It Um, was very good. And then, you know, I mean, as far as the the meat of the episode, look, Spelling Bee, dorky as hell, but hey, look, good for them. I enjoyed the Pistol Shrimps coverage of the scripts. Yep. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. (laughs) Um, You know, good for these kids for knowing how to spell stuff. I could never do it. Did you guys catch some of the words? That were, adjournamento. Adjournamento, yeah, I wrote that down. I, I, meant I did to look that one. I, 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 I think I could spell that now. It's definitely, um, it's an I, not an O. <laughs> uh, I know banana was one of the words as well. <laughs> that scene, that scene was so good. Yeah, um, I oh, think it's really yeah. funny. And honestly, uh, part of what I like about that is Sean is like, Gus, you could have helped. And he's not wrong. Like I like that Gus is not infallible as the sidekick. Like he is his own person. He has that, like, stubbornness and everything. Um, plus, I think that uh, the delivery of a kind of fruit, also a pudding, a delicious pudding. Yeah. <laughs> great. That's just a, great that, comedy. That scene was one of the best of the entire episode. Uh, uh, and it's just, it's James Roday Rodriguez, just, like, he's so good. Like, and, and we, you know, I'm going to stop saying this, but, like, he gets the character so much. He creates the character. We're in the process. But... He's got it. He knows what it is, and he's doing it right there on the st- on, the, on the screen immediately. Yeah. Um, I, I I agree with everything George said. I, I and and I think my only uh, my only problem was you don't just become a rookie detective. You are on the force for a number of years before you become a detective. It's incredibly unlikely that Juliet had never drawn her gun before. I, <laughs> just really really unlikely but i guess a tv show they're trying to introduce us to the new character but the dynamic between her and sean right out of the gate is just perfect um this is gus building too they're right in the totally in the second episode they're like so here's what gus is like he's a big nerd and he Super likes big stiffer. nerdy stuff <laughs> an unapologetic it's, nerd it's it's you know, great yeah. oh he's so defensive about the whole thing and like <laughs> Like he's just like, oh god, he's it's the he's the best spellmaster in in the game. Like, of course he sits away from the crowd. It, Everybody knows this, Sean. It's so it's so good that oh, that yeah. they, they the world building is so good in in this episode. So that was one of my favorite parts of it. 
It was Henry's a high life man too. Great world building there. Oh I, you yeah, know what? absolutely. Was it a can? <laughs> it was a can of high yeah, life. No, can of high life. That's yeah. That's that's man classic my dad beer. Champagne of beers, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. It it was uh, yeah I agree with everything you guys have said I, it's a it is a great world building episode it's rare to see in a second episode of a se- uh, of a series just how like there's not a lot of figuring it out for the characters they kind of like they know who they are they they're pretty consistent throughout the entire series and it starts I mean there's a little tweaks here and there and you know characters grow in in certain ways but it's they're really out of the gate like just who they are and. It, the Gus point too. This is a great, great Gus episode. And mm-hmm. as the series goes on, he's into all like these, you know, weird like you know nerdy things that. And he's just, I love how, yeah, like unapologetic he is about it. He just he loves it, and he looks at Sean and everybody else as the weird one for and not he, now not knowing these things. And he's he, it's it's and it's it is a through line for the show that Gus not only has these fringe interests but he's very judgmental <laughs> of other people not mm-hmm. thinking that these are great things yeah. and it's just so funny, um, and it is it it's just like you're right these these characters are already right now basically the characters we're gonna see through the whole series and that's impressive that's impressive on the writers and that's impressive on the actors for yeah. just knowing what they want to do with it. Um, I liked the uh, the dynamic that they established too, and we talked about the Jules and Sean, and then uh, Gus and Sean, obviously, but also Jules and Lassie, which was uh, it, it was really I like how they did that. Where you know, and Lassie same way, he just he's he is who he is, very you know cold, you know not uh, you know when he's given the, after the spellmaster dies and he's like given the interview to the press, and then Juliet has to step in and say. Our condolences go out to the family because Lassiter yeah. was just being so like, oh well, he's dead, and yeah. we're going to continue with the event at this time. Just we won't, no we won't sell the seat he fell on. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, I, the, the, that, that's a great point. And the press conference that that part's really funny. It's another nonsense. Like they wouldn't if this is like her second day on the job. They're not going to have her doing a press conference. Um, but but it was just like the back and forth between them and. Yeah, Lassie in the in, in the early episodes, I forgot what a just like kind of dick he is. Not only to not only to Sean and Gus, but also to 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 Juliet. Like he's yeah. he's quite the misogynist. Quite mm-hmm. the like that'll do, little girl. Why don't you go get the men some coffee? I mean, it, not that he's exactly like that, but you can see those traces in that character. Yeah, yeah I think that. It's interesting because the two relationships that really sort of develop as the series goes on are the Henry and Sean father-son relationship and the Lassie and Juliet relationship where they, I mean, in the grand scheme of the show, relatively quickly sort of come to view each other much more as partners than they do in these early episodes where it's it's a plot point how much she sort of, she sort of is uh, overlooked. Absolutely, absolutely, and and it is. It's it's. I mean, this is good story arc. We're in the beginnings of long running arcs, and so yeah, of course, their relationship is is tumultuous because they do intend to carry that out. And 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 I was just thinking, Lassie is maybe the character who has the most growth from the from the beginning of the show to the end. Which isn't to say they don't have growth, and it's not really that kind of a show. But Lassie becomes way more interesting and way more likable the longer mm-hmm. she goes on. Henry too. I, I, I think that there's a lot of similarities between the two of them uh, in terms of uh, sort of where I th- how the writers utilize them. Yes, 
I agree. And I love the scenes with them to get like later on in the show, like the Henry and Lassie scenes are great. Yeah. Oh, um, that's so true. But they, uh, yeah, they do. They, they grow a lot, especially, uh, Hen- I think Lassie does a little bit more. Henry is, can we talk about the, the, the deal? I, yeah. I, I briefly alluded to this, but the deal that Sean and Henry make in this episode where, um, Sean asks him for help. To like, hey, I have this food. I think it's poisoned. I know you know a guy that can, you know, at a lab or whatever that can figure this out. Can you help me do this? And of course, Henry, you know, stubborn father. No, I, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to do anything like this. And then Sean's like, oh, I'll do anything. And then oh, Henry's like, oh, anything. And then he goes to Henry goes to the garage <laughs> where he pulls out this pile from under a tarp, reveals the tarp. And it's like this, the, the shittiest half doghouse you've ever <laughs> the world's seen. shittiest doghouse. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just terrible. Wow. And we learn in the, uh, in the flashback that in a flashback that, uh, Sean Henry had assigned Sean to do this. You know, Sean couldn't do it and did, never did it, but Henry somehow kept it from when he was eight years old and taking up space in the garage, brings it out again. He's like, okay, you're going to finish this now. And then Sean's confused because it's from like, what, like 25 years ago. Yeah. He's, but, dude, Henry must be so fucking psyched that this paid off. He's like, <laughs> I've been oh holding God. on to this thing <laughs> since he was eight years old, the waiting dumb- for this minute. The slowest burn joke of all time. <laughs> what, was, uh, what a dunk. Insane. I, it, it's, I, it, it struck me as pretty insane to keep a, a half-built doghouse in your garage. And when you for have no dog. Moment. Yeah, when there's no dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's never mention funny. of a dog. Uh, I, it is I, definitely insane. We, I mean, we see how obsessive he is, but uh, it's, it's definitely a little overboard. And uh, you sort of see why maybe Sean... <laughs> sort of cut ties with him uh, as as they sort of reference in the first step. It's 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 funny though because this is 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 a storyline that makes me love Henry despite what a jerk he is. I mean, especially when they do the flashbacks of him as a father to young Sean and like mm-hmm. dude, you're being abusive and weird. Like stop treating your child like this. Yeah. Um but and it's very clear one, he never had any fun ever in his life. Yeah. Well, have but fun it, right. He says, as we'll see, <laughs> foreshadowing. But I, I really, I really love the way that this plays out, and that he went ahead and got the food tested anyway for Sean, and it, he ends up helping him build the doghouse, and 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 like it's really cute. It's like you see a way for them to reconnect over re- literally rebuilding this scarring wow. thing from the past, and wow. and. And 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 it, it like that gives you a good feeling of like of, of of for Henry and maybe there's hope for him and Sean. I also like the button on it though, the final gag where Sean le- leaves him with a dog, and as they're walking away, he's like, "Oh no, it's my neighbor's dog. We'll just walk around the block and get it." Yeah. Like so good. It was. It, I I had a belly laugh. I, I I remembered the joke. I still had a belly laugh. This time. It was great, and I thought I when that first was happening, I didn't. I didn't remember the line but i'm like oh they just got this dog and then they're just gonna write this dog out of the show but then sean quickly (laughs) explains it that it's just the neighbor's dog um i will say in that regard something that came up in the first the first scene of the show the juliet scene um she allegedly has two cats and that's true claire pointed out we never see those cats where are those cats who's feeding those cats this is a very good point And um, also a mention of Sean's apartment too in this episode, yeah. which I don't know if we've ever seen either. Have we? I think that was his his uh, apartment that he took the the girl to. 
Oh uh, yeah, right. The very beginning. In yes. the first, it, like the first time we see adult Sean. But I, yeah. other than that, well, and here's another anomaly. It, we do see Sean on his motorcycle. Why the hell is he riding a bicycle? In in in, in one of the scenes, he's rolling a bicycle into the office. Like this doesn't. He's we, just trying to get some exercise, man. <laughs> I guess. I guess. It seems it's like a, a nice. Downgrade. It's a nice coastal town. You get a little little pedaling in. It would be hard to go from a motorcycle to a regular bike. It's like it's like smoking know. a cigar and then smoking weed, where like you just go to inhale. It's like you're like, oh no, <laughs> my <laughs> body, uh, my the, all my muscle memory is all messed up. <laughs> um, before cigars. we before we get off of Henry, I did want to say that it clicked for me because I watched Eraserhead recently as well. Oh, nice! That's the name. This what was going on there? That's the name of the character in Eraserhead is Henry Spencer. Wow. <laughs> I didn't... Oh, I wonder. I wonder if that's a deliberate thing. It's been a minute since I've watched that. That's crazy. It's got to be. They make so many um, references to other media in this yeah. show and to David Lynch stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. That ha- I mean, if it's intentional, I would not be surprised in the slightest. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be on the lookout for more. Now, f- speaking of things that we should have been on the lookout for. Did you spot a pineapple in the episode? I'm going to start with, I didn't, but I did look up to see whether or not there even was one. I did not spot it either, but I'm interested to see um, what the internet says. George, did you spot one? No, I uh, got to the end of the episode and then went, oh, crap, I was supposed to look for the pineapple. (laughs) That was exactly my experience as well. Same thing with me, too. (laughs) Twice. Um, So there was there was a pineapple in this episode. Uh, At one point, Henry is holding a a a slice of pineapple and eating it. Okay, wow, big. This is a game changer because I would never. I did not know that the pineapple could be sliced. The pineapple comes in many forms. Now we we have to keep our. Yep. Yeah. You gotta. And sometimes be looking, even, be looking uh, at the, the background. Food. Look at clothing. Look wow. at that artwork. The scope has just expanded. Yep. I, that was my feeling. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wouldn't. I was looking for like a full pineapple. Yeah. Me too. Point. Me no? too. When I when I thought about it, I was like, I, I even was like, should I watch the episode again and look for it? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is it? I decided to do it honest. I, I, I and I, I I was like, oh god, they're both going to have seen it, and I'm going to feel like an idiot. Nope, no. we're all idiots. No, we're, we're all, all idiots. idiots. You're actually the one. Uh, you're emerging the smarter one out of yeah. us three because you actually looked it up at the end. So I, the, the, I'm obsessed <laughs> with the pineapple game. Wow. Well, it's great, uh, especially now that the, I know. Now that f- I know, we'll be able to uh, really tackle this thing appropriately. Yeah. Where I'm going to have to put on, um, you know, better glasses. I don't know, but especially <laughs> if, consider after the first episode. Where they kind of like smack you in the face with it, where Sean's holding up the pineapple. Hey, let's bring this for the road. Yeah. <laughs> and to make it like an Easter egg thing, where now the second episode is just Henry eating sliced pineapple, which could be, you know, sliced pineapple. You, I don't know if you could mistake that for anything else, but it's very subtle. Very yeah, subtle, I which I like. There, there are there are definitely web pages dedicated to the, the <laughs> secret pineapples. So. That does not surprise me. No, 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 no not at all. One of the great things about this show, there's a yeah, there's a whole um, on the Psych Wikipedia, there's a whole section for pineapple, so it's pretty great. But I do like uh, to your point, um, George, about the the kind of rela- relationship between um, Henry and Sean. It is something that I, I I like in this episode. They both don't. It's it's kind of um, it zooms out on it a little bit because they both don't agree with each other's methods, but they come together and they get things done together, 
which I really like too. I mean, I, you can and you can see more in like the flashbacks. Henry does seem like a total jerk, someone who's just never had an ounce of fun in his entire life. But then you kind of see, um, like, when they go to the, the present day, the the back and forth between them, and they, they the relationship builds. But I like where they're at here, and I like the the kind of you know moving forward. They're kind of setting it like you know they're going to work together, but it's going to be a little contentious. Mm-hmm. But it makes for a more interesting show, I think. Oh, absolutely. They, there's always a conflict there because because even though they get closer. Henry still is never going to approve of Sean lying and using his detective skills in this way. Yeah. Um, but man, it does create some really great storylines or moments in this show. And and this is just the first of, of many to come. Um, here's yes. something that I am kind of fascinated with is uh, these jokes with like expiration dates on them, basically, where... Um, there's a there's a joke in the episode <laughs> where he talks about Dan Quayle not knowing how to spell. Oh my God! Yes, and thank you for bringing that up. I'm like, how? Yeah, how long before that joke means nothing? It's, well, I mean, I think we've already reached that point because what we've learned is vice presidents fade so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. I, I I doubt that my niece could tell you who uh, um, who Dan Quayle is, let alone that he was a bad speller. <laughs> Wasn't he um, Dan Quayle? He was in like the eighties, right? Like he, that's what he was. George Bush Seniors vice, yeah. vice president, right? Spell potato, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. He spelled potato wrong. Yeah. But that I think the joke had an expiration date about ten years before this episode aired. Because <laughs> I completely was, agree. <laughs> this is in two thousand six. Look, I still laughed. I still laughed. At I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> It was just like, like I, I, I remember didn't... those days, but uh, you know, it, this is a joke that SNL wouldn't even touch. <laughs> it was pretty great. There's a lot of uh, a lot of great stuff oh, in this. Cut them a little slack. They're at the spelling bee. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it does, and that was his thing. So, I suppose he was the the, the history's most uh, you know renowned terrible speller. So I don't yeah. know if there's ever been another one besides Dan Quayle. But look, yeah. hey. If they do a bah, then we're going to have oh to take God. them to task. <laughs> I cannot wait. I hope that happens so hard. Now, we'll be able to look out for it. Now, I, I have to say, one of my other favorite things about this episode was a little bit of Sean and Gus building. Um, Gus having messed up on spelling a word in a spelling bee, mm. it kind of sort of devastated him. <laughs> Sean was the one that, uh, that, 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 that was trying to give him the right answer. Wow. Um, and you learn at the end or of the was episode. He? Yeah, you learn at the end of the episode that he didn't want <laughs> Gus to get it right. Because Sean and Sean did that thing that you don't know if he's lying or not, where <laughs> he's like, Of course I can spell that word. Everybody can spell that word. Yep. Um and Yeah, it turns out maybe he can. Well, looks like we lost Perhaps Reeves. he can. I uh I, can you hear me? Sounds good. Hey, um, look. <laughs> Whatever happens, yeah, happens. We're, we're figuring mm-hmm. it out. Maybe I'm just not there for the last two minutes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was an emotional episode for George. <laughs> this week on a very special episode. <laughs> Clone High. Oh, wait, wrong show. <laughs> oh, Clone High. Love Coming it. back. Very um, excited. I know, me too. But it's, we should probably wrap. Uh, we can um, close with our final thoughts uh, on the episode. Close High. Close High. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um,. I, I mean, I love... Are we, what did we... Oh, I'm sorry. We said we're rating this out of what? Pineapples? Yeah, that's right. The episode? 
Okay, and uh, all right, I think did we do I mean, ten or we like, did five last time. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, no. oh god, we Fuck. should probably do oh, ten. We ten, don't ten allows for a little more nuance. Let's go with ten. There we go. Let's go with ten. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I, uh, I I love this episode. I mean, it's it, I, I don't remember much of the first season, but rewatching it, which is um, why I love doing the show. Um, but they're 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 great, and you can just tell that the the the, the show is going to be a lot of fun moving forward. There's a lot of great relationships that they're building. Um, Juliet's entrance was uh, or her opening scene was great, and I they I like that they kind of mentioned that she the old partner from the first season. Um, got transferred, but they didn't make a big deal out of it. It was just mentioned in passing. But over a really, really great episode. Loved it. I'm going to give this. I'm going to go eight. Yeah. Eight pineapples. Good score. Good. Eight out of ten. Good score. Good score. Yeah. Um, Room for improvement, but still a great <laughs> score. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll go. Um, I think that this is a really interesting episode because following the pilot, which they had a ton of locations, clearly spent a lot of money. You know, this one really ultimately just takes place inside, like, a single lecture hall. Pretty much. Um, That's true. And I think that that's really interesting that they kind of show so quickly that they can do both. Um, That they can have these kind of sprawling investigations, or they can have something a little more tight and a little more character-focused. And I think that they do a really good job with that in this episode, you know? We get something that's pretty unabashedly dorky. The introduction of the super smeller. Juliet shows up. Uh, we see Henry cracking a high life. What's not to love? Um, I am going to give this episode an eight and a half at pineapples. Wow. Nice. Eight and a half pineapples out of ten pineapples. Big score. Yeah. Big I score. I like this one. The price is um, rating me here. <laughs> 8.1 pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> Amend the record, please. <laughs> I, I I I think you know when this episode came on and the the, the next episode as well. Um, Claire said, "Oh wow, I forgot this episode is in the first season." Mm-hmm. Um, this is the episode I think I would show people to to try to get them to watch the show. This it's, it's certainly on the short list. Mm-hmm. I, I think it it's 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 very funny. It's got the sentimental things that we love on the show. Um, it, it anytime Gus is just very precious about a weird thing, you gotta love that. Um, I, yeah, I just, I, I, I honestly, I, you guys, I'm right around where you are. I was, I was thinking nine. I think this is a nine out of ten pineapples episode. Wow. I, I, wow. It's, it's hard to pin down a perfect, flawless episode of Psych, but this one goes gets pretty close for me. Yeah. Yeah, this one's I'm sure really we'll good. get. We'll. we'll... We'll get there. We'll get to the the, the elusive ten oh, yeah. out of ten pineapple I'm sure. episode. I'm sure we're gonna yeah. We'll we'll all. Freak I'm already out. thinking. I already think I know which one I'm gonna. I, I'm. <laughs> it's gonna be a ten out of ten. But no spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. I got a couple in my mind too. So yeah, that'll be exciting to get to. But I'm tabula but rasa, think... baby. Blank slate over here. <laughs> Blank slate. I've forgotten that the show even exists. That's right. Who are you? Uh, Sean and Goose. Oh, before we uh, before we end, um, Gus Gush oh, of yeah. the moment okay. of the week. We have to we have to do that. what's the everyone's Gus Gush. What what, what do we say it was going to be? You said George. You coined this last time. Oh, uh, you're gushing over Gus. Yeah, yeah. Look, hey, I for me, it's it's when they're up in the box. You know, I think we get to see him being stubborn, which is always very fun. Uh, we get to see him unleash the super smeller, like I said for the first time, which is really great. Um, you know, he. This is like 
peak Gus where he's like refusing to help but still getting pissed at Gus or at Sean for fucking up. <laughs> like when he starts unleashing banana, he even <laughs> could have then helped the second time and he still says <laughs> no again. And so of course Sean's going to hit him with onion. <laughs> That's I I, that, I I fully agree on that. That was the best Gus moment of the entire episode. Last um I have to agree with you too. Just the, the the stubbornness of Gus is is fun, and I like how you said it too. He's not perfect because I was like frustrated with him a little bit. <laughs> just fucking help him out. Just give him a word. <laughs> Literally you know, any word. It. Any any word. Just word. say a word. <laughs> but that's the, the that's what uh, builds that character, which I re- I, I really enjoy. Yeah. And my uh, I I can't we can't end this episode without mentioning one of the words in the spelling bee, which I'm going to work into my everyday vernacular. <laughs> Butteracious. Wow. Having oh, yeah. the qualities wow. of butter, great, <laughs> great. I don't know why I haven't been saying that before. Yeah, but it's a word we all needed. Yes, we're all better for yeah. it. But that's going to do it for episode two of We Heard About Pluto. Um, catch us out next time, next week, when we will be talking about season one, episode three, Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. And do we want to go around real quick and, and plug and do some, do a little plugs? Sure, let's do it. JP, you want to go first? Yeah, um, follow me on Twitter at JP underscore Pumpkinini. Um, and check out my other podcast, Friendsman, which is a recap of uh, a rewatch of the entire run of Friends. It will be going on for 291 years because <laughs> um, there's a lot of episodes of that there show. Sure um, and uh, I do a weekly cooking stream, family dinner with JP, which... which uh, comes on right after uh, Happy Hour with Regs. So we're both on Twitch. You can check us out there. And that's all I got. Great segue. Hit them. Yes, thank you. Thank you for the the lead in, JP. (laughs) Yeah, I will plug my my Twitch stream, Happy Hour with Regs, at 6.30, leading into Family Dinner with JP. I have a lot of fun doing it. Love leading into JP show. And um, it's it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a blast. So come by Wednesday, 6.30. Check me out. Regs815 on Twitter and Twitch. And also send us any uh, any questions or comments you have about the show, Psych, and we'll read them on air, too, once we get rolling here. Yeah. We'll be we'll have a little time to do that as well. Yeah, uh, my us. plugs. Um, I have a podcast as well, uh, The Best Little Horror House in Philly. Uh, we talk about the best horror movie ever made, according to our guest, at least. And uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a very sort of positively charged podcast in terms of... Uh, we're there to have a nice time and just talk about a thing that we like. And uh, for the duration of the episode, I agree that it is the best horror movie ever made. So there's no no <laughs> soft selling uh, on anyone's behalf, which is nice. So uh, check that out. Little Horror PHL on Twitter. All that jazz. They're both being modest. Check both George and JP's podcasts out. They they rule and they're great. And they're booking some fucking great guests, which I, I, I love listening to. But... Check out all that. Send us your comments on the show, and we'll read them on air. But tune in next week for episode three. Until then, we'll see ya. See ya. Bye.